Welcome to Life Point with your host, Pastor Tom Doherty. Good morning, folks. I hope your day is going well. You know, sometimes you don't know what to say as an opening. And so usually I say something like, hey, I hope things are going well for you. I hope you're having a blessed day. Those are good things to say. But I'm just glad you're listening to KBXL 94.1. I hope you always do. There's a lot of great shows that they uh, produce all day long. And uh, I hope that you're learning and growing in the Lord. And I do hope that you're not being too hot this summer. Now, if I rebroadcast this show someday and it's in the winter, please understand I broadcasted this first in the summer. In fact, in July of 2021. I'll just give you that little bit of insight because a lot of times when I am tied up and I can't get to shows, I have to rebroadcast. I rarely do that, but every once in a while I do. And so anyway, if, if you run across one of those, you'll understand. Well, let's pray. Our Heavenly Father, thank you for this day. Thank you for our listeners. Thank you for their lives. Bless them, lead them, and God, open our hearts for everything you have for us today. In Jesus' name, amen. I got to take a swig of water. I'm sure you wanted to hear that, but I just had to do that. Well, folks, if you want to see the power of God work in your lives, you know, we have got to learn what the blessing language is. Some of you have learned it and continue to practice. For others, it's time to learn and to practice it. So what is the blessing language? I guess for starters, we look at the good old dictionary to see what a blessing is. I just jotted down three or four of, a, of those things for us today. The first meaning of blessing is to wish happiness. You wish happiness on someone. May God bless you. May God bring happiness to your life. I think that's kind of ironic. When one sneezes, we say, God bless you. I wish happiness on you. Maybe we should go around sneezing all the time so we could have a lot of happiness bestowed on us. I think we'd see a powerful difference in people's lives if we blessed them. The second definition of blessing is to invoke divine favor. I know first you're wondering what divine means. So back to the dictionary. By God, very excellent is what it means. By God, very excellent. So blessing can be God's favor on you or something very excellent you receive. I believe all of us would like to have those things. I can't think of one of us who do not like being blessed. The last definition of blessing is to honor. To honor someone. And of course, that means to bring respect to. We have an option in our life to honor people or to bring respect to people. And many times we do that by blessing them with kindness and goodness and doing something that would encourage them in their lives. All of us need encourage from time to time. In the original Greek, the word bless means to heap with praise. It seems like it's easy to see the bad in people and not look at the good. People need to praise for their positive contributions in life. This really is a circle that comes back to being blessed. And I'm telling you what, I have been blessed by more people in life, not just by things they've given me, but things they've taught me, but by their spirit, by their attitude. You know, I come in the radio station in the on uh, when I do these shows, and I'm blessed by Heather up front. I'm blessed by Beth, the owner, and, and by Josh and the team here. It's, you know, we're so fortunate to have these people in our lives that just make you smile and make you laugh. And at the radio station, many times we we stand and talk and laugh and and share the uh, the blessings of God. In fact, good old Josh this morning brought me some sour patch. Uh, 
Sour Patch Kids, uh, these little candies, there's this little pack, and he knows I like them, and he laid that right in front of me. So I have that here, and it's real little, so it's not going to hurt me much. There's probably about 10 little Sour Patch uh, Kids in there. But anyway, that's that's life. Life, there's so many blessings out there, and you know so many people that bless you. But in the book of Numbers, yes, in the Bible, there is a book, and it's called the book of Numbers, and it's in the Old Testament. And in chapter 6, verse 22 through 27, we see this priestly blessing. The Lord said to Moses, Tell Aaron and his sons, this is how we are to bless the Israelites. Say to them, The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. The Lord turn his face toward you and give you peace. So they will put my name on the Israelites and I will bless them. What did God promise? He promised I will bless them. They were instructed to bless the Israelites, and they were even told what to say. See, God would bless them and shine upon their lives, and you know that I believe he wants us to do the same thing in our lives. If we could learn to bless others and show them the love of God, we would have a transformed world. You know, I'm telling you something. I was very fortunate. You've heard so many times on this show that I live in a household that my father and my mother blessed me over and over again by who they were and their love for me and their love for God. And I was blessed by my grandmother, my grandmother, Grace Johnson. I was, I called her granny and I, she, mom in her older age, my grandfather died at a way earlier age, 70 something. And my grandmother lived in the duplex with mom on one, and mom and dad on one side, and she lived on the other. And I actually moved in with her and lived with her for the last couple years of school so mom and dad could host a boy that needed some help. And so I had a greatest time uh, with my grandmother. She blessed me. She made me great fried chicken and spaghetti and chocolate chip cookies. And I lived with my grandmother, uh, uh, well, probably four or five years in the last parts of her life, and she lived to be just six months shy of 100, and she was a woman of God. She was a free Methodist. Her uh, in, in the church she went to growing up and, and until she married my grandfather, who was Church of God, which is the church I go to, she had five brothers who were free Methodist pastors in the Root family. Uh, they Actually, some of them were out of Caldwell, and uh, my Uncle Joe went to the Deer Flat Free Methodist Church, but my my five uncles were, were pastors, and some of their kids were pastors. But, you know, she blessed me. We do not need hidden motives behind blessings. You know, there was a little boy that had misbehaved big time. And for punishment, the mother made him sit at the end of the big kitchen table all by himself while the two sisters and brothers and parents sat away from him. She would not allow him to talk while the others shared freely. The dinner was over, and the family got up to leave the table, and the little boy in trouble bowed his head and said, Thank you, Lord, for preparing a table before me in the presence of my enemies. <laughs> uh, this little boy, he uh, he's pretty sharp. We must learn to share blessings with others. I find myself crying almost every time I watch an episode of uh, years ago, I was watching this show called The Secret Millionaire. Some millionaires, people go out and work in the community and people do not realize who they are. And they were very wealthy. They just got involved with helping like a charity or something like that. And they were able to touch a life. They 
change a life because they gave from their hearts. You see, I tell you what, if we can just give from our hearts, not just financially, I'm talking give blessings by loving people, inviting them over. I got a friend, his name is Warren, and his wife, Pauline. They are amazingly gracious people. They live in Middleton on a little plot of ground, but they invite all sorts of people to their cabin, people that maybe they just meet in church, they invite. They, they just, their heart for hospitality is amazing. They touch so many people's lives. And I so appreciate who they are. In fact, I'm going to be spending some time with them uh, up at their cabin myself while my wife's out of town. And and what a joy it is to see people that bless others with who they are. Warren recently helped in, in uh, Chrysalis, excuse me, house. They have a new one going in. Uh, in fact, it's up and running now, I think, over on Cloverdale. And he went and did a lot of the plumbing for them, a lot of the uh, remodeling the bat, and he volunteered his time. I, I so appreciate people that bless others, and many of you have blessed others. Many of you out there have blessed me. I have friends that I've met in the legislature and all over that have been so kind to me, and I, I appreciate your kindness, and I appreciate you. You and some of you I know who listen very regularly, and you know who I'm talking about out there, and I, I so appreciate who you are. Well, you know, Sometimes in our lives, we have to go that extra mile. You know, I had a friend who used to work on the streets of Portland for years. He loved ministering to people. One year for Christmas, his parents sent him down this wonderful lined coat with fur because they knew he was out in the cold all the time walking the streets of Portland, ministering to the street people. And he'd even sleep out there from time to time. One day on a cold winter night, he walked by an old man that was filthy, dirty, wearing a very slim uh, summer jacket. And he was so cold, and he walked by and turned around and said to the man, I really like your jacket. Would you trade me jackets? And the man looked perplexed and stunned. And he said something like, really? Yes, I would like to have that. He said the joy he received by watching that man put on that warm jacket was priceless. And the man was overjoyed. Then he put on the man's smelly jacket and left. I'll be honest, we don't live in a world that shows that kind of sacrifice very often. In fact, just the opposite. We want the nicest of things. If we go to a place, instead of giving someone else the best seat, we take it. And I've seen that happen many, many times. We just shove somebody else aside just to take the best seat. You know, we're concerned about our own needs, and the, and the needs of others mean so little. But a great question for all of us to look at is, what would Jesus do? You know that bracelet? WWJD, what would Jesus do? Maybe we ought to think of that more often. I know some say, well, I'm not Jesus. No, you're not. But hopefully it's your desire to be more like him. So we need to pray for God's peace on others. Pray for God's blessings on others. If we could do that, I think we'd see the world change remarkably. And folks, as you all know, right now, we need the world to change. This thing and this pandemic and these crazy times and all the things that are going on and gas prices going out of the sky and the world seems to be going to pot on a one-way street. Christians, we got to stand up. We got to stand up and be heard. We got to be people who will live for the glory of God and proclaim God and not not get in compromise, compromising our faith to fit in. People of God, you and I have got to be a difference. I pray that you will continue to bless people. Find someone to bless this week. I don't care how you do it, but do it.
Bless someone. I'm going to bless someone this week. I want you to do the same. May God bless you and have a great and wonderful day. LifePoint is a ministry of the Cloverdale Church of God. If you would like a copy of today's broadcast or would like more information about the church, please call us at 208-362-1700 or write to Cloverdale Church of God, 3755 South Cloverdale Road, Boise, Idaho, 83709. You may also visit us at our website, www.cloverdalechurch.org. Thank you for listening and have a blessed day. Thank you.